Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hello, welcome back. I'm Rhonda. I'm so glad you are um, here with me today. I always appreciate so much that you take the time to hang out with me when you have lots of other options of things to do. I hear so much feedback from all y'all about listening while you're working, while you're exercising. And I keep hearing this consistent theme show up and you're probably going to laugh, but I can't tell you how many people have said to me, what would Rhonda do? Or how would Rhonda do this? Or what would Rhonda think? Or how would Rhonda think? So I might be like an earworm. I don't know. (laughs) I might be like an earworm. That's what y'all are telling me. But I guess that's a good problem to have. I'm just so glad that the information that I share here on the podcast is helpful for you because that's really my intention, my goal, and my passion is to help you be able to really grow and scale a business that works for you and help you become just an amazing clinician. So I love doing both and I'm pretty good at both, I have to say. So I just love sharing what I know to help you on both sides of the fence. So today though, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is about marketing and marketing your practice. And after working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clinicians over the years, I've seen some pretty amazing things like uh, things that made my jaw drop when it comes to marketing. And I'm thinking, not in a good way, by the way, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do you really think that's a good idea? But they're just some people are just people. That's all I can say. So I'm trying to keep you from making those same mistakes and avoid those pitfalls because kind of been there, done that. So I really wanted to help you. So today we're going to talk about really how to create an effective marketing strategy. How do you be consistent? How do you show up consistently and make sure that your marketing is consistent across all of your channels? So like I mentioned, I have seen practitioners, wellness practitioners, and they are literally all over the board. They're talking to everybody and solving nothing, meaning I'm going to solve all the world's problems. I'll help anyone The the line that always gets me on a website when I go to websites and I look at so many websites and the line that always gets me on a website is um, helping you something to something to this effect, helping you achieve health naturally or helping you live your best life or even sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I can help you. Uh, well, well, I'm sick and tired of my dog barking. Is that what you're going to help me with? And I'm kind of sick and tired of my husband leaving his socks laying on the ground or whatever, right? What am I sick and tired of sick and tired? So people, when they are looking for a healthcare provider, especially a healthcare provider, they're looking for someone who can solve their problem. And I don't have a problem that's sick and tired. That's Sick and tired is not my problem. My problem is I have headaches or my problem is my joints hurt or my problem is I'm bloated or my problem is that I have PMS or my problem is whatever it is. 
That's what we want to see. But when your marketing's all over the board, you're that person who's like trying to solve all the world's problems on your health problems on your website. And that's never a good idea. So when your website is not clear about the problem you serve, people will just keep on looking because they're looking for someone that they know for sure is going to fix their problem. I don't want a plumber that fixes everything. When I have a backed up toilet, I want to find a plumber that knows how to fix toilets. I don't care that the plumber knows how to put a drainage ditch somewhere or whatever. I don't even know if they do that, but you get what I'm saying, right? I don't care. I want somebody who can fix the the problem. The other thing that I see is that, you know, not only is the website not clear, but then there is no regular communication. So having a consistent marketing plan is a keyword consistent or consistency, And that is just being super consistent with the people that you serve. So if you are not sending weekly emails, you should be. It's one of the most overlooked strategies there is. I tell you, it can bring reactivation up by almost 50%. So it's huge, huge, especially if you haven't been doing it. You'll have people crawling out of the woodwork saying, oh, doc, oh, I haven't heard from you in such a long time. It's so good to hear from you. Maybe I'll come back in and, you know, get an acupuncture treatment or have you work on my diet or fix my hormones or whatever it is. So having that consistent marketing. So I see all the time that practitioners don't have that. They also on their website or anywhere, social media, and even in an email, if they're being sent, Often we are we don't have consistent marketing because we're not consistently clear about the action we want them to take. Meaning, do I want you to schedule an appointment? Do I want you to stop by my office? Do I want you to subscribe to my list? Do I want you to download my free thing? Do I want you to take my course? Do I want you to sign up for a challenge? What is it that you want them to do? People are looking for you to just tell them. So pay attention the next time you go to a website, look at the language that those websites are using, a good a good website. You'll notice that they tell you, click here, do this, download the guide. They all, it's always an action. It's not learn more. Well, I don't want to learn more. I just want you to tell me what to do. So take that bold, authoritative, you know, position and tell them what to do. So that's another reason why marketing can be kind of sloppy and not inconsistent. Um, social media. This is one thing I just makes me crazy. So sometimes I'll look at someone's social media and it's all about them. I call it the doctor dog and pony show. And it's the doctor saying, well, I did this and I went here and I am that and I solved this problem and I, I, I. And it doesn't have anything to do with the people that they serve or about the commonality between you and me. It's like me saying that, you know, I I have like, I, I, I just taught a webinar and I, it was about, it was for a business coaching collaborative. And I said, you know, I am, I'm not anything special. I, I didn't get all the extra things. I'm not techie. Like I'm not creative. I just don't have those skills. I'm not, definitely not an organized kind of person. So those are things that I'm not good at. So see, I tell you that, and if you are the not organized type, you're going to go, oh, she gets me. Oh man, I'm me neither. I'm not very organized either. Do you see how that creates commonality and it creates like a bond and they go, oh, I like her because she's not organized like me. How does she do all this? She must know something I don't know about being organized or 
look at her social posts. Like they look pretty good. They're kind of creative. And she said, she's not creative. So how does she do that? She must know something I don't know. And that's the kind of internal conversation that you want to start to promote with your ideal audience, meaning your patients, the people that are watching on social or visiting your website, you want them to be able to relate with you. We don't want social media. That's all about, you know, the me show. We don't want that. We want you to, I want you to create those common points of connection. So if you're going to create a consistent marketing strategy, the first thing you got to do is we're going to do a quick evaluation. So before I give you some steps, because I really like myself a few steps, because I'm not organized, but if I have steps to follow, that helps me. I'm a checklist person. Here's the truth. You want to hear this? This is true. Sometimes I will add like on my, I have a, I have a list of things that I want to accomplish. I do do that every day. So I have a list of like my top six things that I want to accomplish in that day. Sometimes if I'm feeling like, don't, I should say, don't tell anybody, but this is on a podcast. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Sometimes I put on the list, something really obvious so I can check it off. Like go to the bathroom, check, did that drink water, check, did that. Because I love knowing, I love that feeling of like getting something done and checking things off my list. And sometimes Jamie and I laugh about that. She's my integrator. I'll say, sometimes I just add something just so I can check something off. And I feel very accomplished when I do that. It's just so dumb, but that's how I do. So when you're making this, your checklist about all the things, I'm going to give you five things I want you to consider. But before we do that, here's what I want you to, here's some things you have to put in perspective first. So you can go back and try and fix all that stuff that I just talked about. But if you don't have these key pieces in place, our checklist isn't going to work. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, you have to know this, the problem that you solve and the person you're talking to. Psychology and um, research shows us that people respond to a sing, something that's singularly speaking to them rather than a, hey, you. Or if you're in a room, let's think about this way. If I'm in a room full of crowded, a crowded room full of people and I call someone's name, that one person, or maybe there's three people with that name, but they're all going to turn around. But if I just say, hey, everyone, how many people are going to turn around? Not very many. A few might, but not very many. But if I'm pinpoint in my messaging that I'm speaking to the heart and the soul of that one person, and I know you, I get you, and I'm going to solve your problem. So in my organized example, let's say I'm an organizer. Oh my gosh, Lord forbid, I could never do it. But let's just say, I am an organizer and that's my superpower. I'm going to speak to all the people who are not organized because I get them. I'm like, I get you. I know how it feels when your desk is messy and you have stuff everywhere and you don't like it, but you don't know where it goes and your brain doesn't naturally organize a place for everything to go. And you need help like putting things away and knowing, setting up a system to know how to store things. I tell you this friend, because that's me. Like uh, that's my, my team all knows if we can't set Rhonda up so that she is successful in this organization department, we're all going to go down with the ship. They know this. And so I, they know how to speak my language because they're all really organized. So they know how to speak to me about this. So if you are going to talk to one person about the thing, the problem that you solve, you cannot be that person that says, I'm here to help you solve your problems naturally. No, no, no. You're going to be the bloating person, or you're going to be the PMS person, or you're going to speak to women over 40, or you're going to speak to men, women with hot flashes. That doesn't mean that you can't help everyone, but you have to know what 
problem are you solving? What is the one problem that you want to solve? In other words, what's your niche? What is your, you know, what is the thing that you want to be known for? If you want someone to talk about you behind your back and they're talking about what you do, what do you want them to say? Oh yeah, well, I don't know what he really does. He just sort of does everything. That is a no-go. What you want someone to say is, oh my gosh, that guy over there, you know, Franklin, he does, he is an expert at feet and ankles. That's what he does. He's a chiropractor, feet and ankles. He does anything with joints. Well, if you have a joint problem, that's a guy to go to. Now, all of a sudden, we've put what Franklin, Dr. Franklin does, and we put it in a little box. And that little box is he does joints. So now people with joint problems just naturally go to him. Doesn't mean that he can't fix a back or he can't fix the elbow or whatever, neck. But boy, everybody knows him as a joint guy. That's what I want you to think about. Like who, what problem do you serve? Who is that person that you, when you want, someone's talking about you behind your back and describing what you do, what would they say? What do you want them to say? And then start creating that narrative. So you want to talk to their fear and their pain point. What is it that that person, the joint person, in my example, what is the, the the issues that that joint person is dealing with? Well, they're stiff. They can't go up and down stairs. They maybe don't feel like they can run with stability at all. Uh, maybe it hurts them to stand on one foot. Maybe their balance is off. Maybe they you know can't write anymore because they have such arthritic uh, wrists and thumb joints. So what are their pain points? And then when you are thinking about consistent marketing, you're going to be talking about all of those pain points. You have to know them. You got to write those down. You got to know what those are. And then what action do you want them to take? I want you to really think about this. Do you want them to call you, schedule an appointment? Do you want them to text you? Do you want them to email you? Do you want them to join a Facebook group? Do you want them to take your challenge? Do you want them to download a free little mini course or whatever, what do you want them to do? But again, people want you to take, download this, call here, do this, take this action. People want you to tell them what to do. Once you say, look, I'm the joint person. Here's what you need to do next. You're going to call and you're going to get on my appointment book. People are like, okay, I got joint problems. That's what I'm going to do next. They just want you to tell them what to do. And then you want to make sure that you have something to give them that is in exchange for their email. If you want to grow your practice, you've got to be able to give something of value to those joint people or the PMS people or whoever they are. You want to give something of value. What is the valuable thing that you can give them? So five ways to strengthen a joint when it feels weak. Or these three exercises will help restore balance when you feel like your gait is unstable. Or if it has to do with wellness, you might say these, avoid these five, top five foods to avoid if you feel bloated. Now, if I'm up someone and I'm feeling bloated, oh man, I want that because I don't want to eat the foods that are going to make me bloated. So uh, you write that up and it can just be a couple pages, but it says this is the top five foods that will keep you from being bloated. Whatever you think is going to solve a problem or is going to help your ideal patient, that joint person, that PMS person, the bloated person, what's going to help them get a result faster. So you're solving a problem or you're helping them achieve a result faster. You can create, this is called a lead magnet, and you can create this lead magnet using something like Canva. It's very easy to do. And you can create this inside Canva. And then it's so simple to be able to offer that on your website, on your social media, et cetera. So now, 
I know this is kind of long. I'm, I'm, I get a little windy, windy about this as in speaky, you know, because I love this topic. So first of all, before you can implement these steps, you've got to know these things. So let's talk about the five steps. So number one, recap, there's a little overlap here. Number one, you have to know that person that you want to serve. I get it. If you're saying, yeah, but I want to help people with headaches and I want to help people with joint pain and I want to help people with bloating. And I want to help women over 40 get ready for menopause. Okay, fine. Well, then what's your, what is your single call to action on your website? Who, who are you talking to? Are you talking to a room full of people? Oh, hey, hey, in the room. Hey, hey, everyone, everyone, listen up. If you have PMS or if you're bloated or if you have joint pain, here, look here, look here. People are going to turn around and look at you and go, what crazy crackpot over there? What's he talking about? But if you said, hey, Jen, I know that you're bloated and you feel miserable. And when you wake up at night, that your belly doesn't feel good. And sometimes it even gets so tender that you can't lay on it. And when you wake up in the morning, it's flat. But by the end of the day, it sticks out and you feel three or four months pregnant. I get it. I'm here to help you. Now, all of a sudden, all the people that have bloating go, oh, oh, wow, you do get me. You get me 100%. I'm all down. What do you want me to do? And that's where you have to convey that on your website. That's step two. So number one, step one, know who you're serving. Be brutal with yourself. I mean, really, really rigorous discipline here. Choose one person because you have to speak to one person in the room, not, hey, hey, everyone. Step two, make sure that the the header portion of your website conveys the problem that you solve. Again, it's not, I'm, I want it, helping you heal your body naturally. Ah, give me a break. No, no, we don't want that. What problem do you solve? So someone goes to your website and they instantly know I'm the joint guy. I'm the joint guy. That's what I do. So they automatically know that step two, check out your website, make sure that that above the fold. So it's that first part that they look at. It's called the head, like, you know, it's your hero image up top. What, what is the copy up there? What does it say? Number three, what's your call to action? What do you want them to do? Okay. Here's the, here's who I serve. Number step one, step two, my website says the problem that I solve. Step three, what action do you want them to take? That's it. What, what is their next step? That's what you want to do. Download this, call, schedule, book, eat, whatever it is. You decide for your practice, doesn't matter. Then step four, you're going to take that call to action and you're going to put it everywhere. In other words, you're going to say, I am the joint guy and here's how you can work with me. Here's how you can work with me. Call, schedule, whatever. You're going to put it, make sure that it's on your social media page. This is how you get a hold of me. If you have a joint problem, I can help. If your joints are achy and stiff when you wake up in the morning, I know how to fix that. Oh my gosh, you would have a weightless practice because so many people struggle with that. So make sure that it's all over. And then lastly, number five, be findable. So it's kind of goes along with number four, but just make sure that you're talking about who you serve, not I can help you. I'm your guy. I this. But instead, when you're talking about it and you're building those relationships, remember I said it's important to be relatable. This is what I'm talking about. You want to say, I, I get it. I know it doesn't feel very good when you wake up in the morning and your joints are stiff. 
and you have to like 30 minutes go by before you really feel like everything's moving. Well, there's a reason for that. And it has to do with calcium and phosphorus. And, you know, if there's an imbalance there and we need to get the fluid, we need to get the calcium out of the joint and start to get some phosphorus back in the bloodstream so we can hang on to the calcium where it needs to be. And it's not precipitating out in the joint. So those are the things that you want to start creating that the common factor so that when you talk about what you do and you're giving them information, you're being findable, you're articulating what you do so that then they go, oh, yeah, that's right. That's the guy I want to go to. So you want to be, make sure you Google business profile, formerly Google my business, but make sure that that's up and running. Make sure your social media has all of the most update information. Make sure your website has good keywords on it about what you do, like joints and joint pain and morning stiffness and, you know, wrist pain and arthritis in your wrists and, you know, stiff, painful wrists or whatever you want to say, knee pain. You want to pick the thing that you're good at. And then you want that to kind of resonate everywhere you do so that there's no inconsistent messaging. That's how you create consistency is instead of saying, oh, well, over here, I'm going to talk about this thing. And over here, I'm going to talk about this thing. And then over here, I'm going to talk about no, 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 no. Get clear about who you serve. Get clear about the problem you solve. Make sure your website is updated. Make sure you have a good call to action. And then be relatable and findable. Make sure that they know where to find you and that they connect with you because you're speaking to just that one person. You're not saying, hey, hey, to the whole room. So there you go, friend. That's my big, I said, I'm only going to make this a 20 minute podcast. I'm probably well over that. I'm not watching the time. So thank you for hanging out with me. And before I go, I just have to let you know. Today is the last day. If you do want to join me inside Business Coaching Collaborative, today is the last day to join. So all you have to do is go to rondanelson.com forward slash BCC, stands for Business Coaching Collaborative. And this is a 10-week coaching program where I am going to teach you how to transform your business. This is not another, oh, business coach, that I'm not going to get any results. I promise you, if you do what I say, you will get results and you'll get them fast. I know how to do this. I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've learned the very hard way about how to structure a really efficient, well-running business and wellness practice. So my people, like you were just talking about like bloating or PMS, my people, as it has to do with this business growth, are practitioners who already have an existing practice. They already seeing patients. You already have an email list and you're like, I'm just not making the amount of money I want to make, or I'm feeling frustrated because I know I can grow. I know I can reach more people. I just don't know how to make it work. Or I'm so disorganized and my time management is terrible. And I know that that is keeping me stuck. I'm your girl. I know how to get you through all of those hurdles and hoops. So go to rondanelson.com forward slash BCC. The enrollment window ends tonight and we are only opening up a few cohorts of 10 or less. And that's so that I can just give as much attention as I can to everybody who is in that one particular cohort. So don't wait, don't wait because it's not coming back until next year. So anyway, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you being here. I know you have lots of choices about what you listen to and who you spend your time with. And I'm just always really grateful that you spend it with me. So, all right, my friend, much love. Take care. I'll talk to you next week.